Welcome to episode 49 from Best Book Bits. Today I'll be sharing Osho, Courage, The Joy of Living Dangerously. This book was published in 1999 and weighing in at 208 pages. Osho is one of the best known and most proactive spiritual teachers of the 20th century. Beginning in the 1970s, he captured the attention of young people from the West who wanted to experience meditation. 20 years after his death, the influence of his teaching continues to grow, reaching seekers of all ages in virtually every country of the world. This book provides a bird's eye view of the whole terrain where fears originate, how to understand them and how to find the courage to face them. This is my take on the best book bits I found worth capturing. If you like what you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you Courage, The Joy of Living Dangerously. Don't call it uncertainty, call it wonder. Don't call it insecurity, call it freedom. Simply to make you alert and aware. That is, to be here now, with all the insecurity of life that is, with all the uncertainty that life is, with all the danger that life is. Life is not a mechanical process. It cannot be certain. It is an unpredictable mystery. Nobody knows what is going to happen the next moment. Nothing is certain. Life is full of uncertainties, full of surprises. That is its beauty. Life goes on moving with a thousand and one uncertainties. That's its freedom. Don't call it insecurity. Freedom creates fear. People talk about freedom, but they are afraid. I give you understanding. I don't give you knowledge. Knowledge will make you certain. When death knocks at your door, all your certainties will simply riddles and foolish. Don't cling to any certainty. Life is uncertain. Its very nature is uncertain. And an intelligent man always remains uncertain. This very readiness to remain in uncertainty is courage. This very readiness to be in uncertainty is trust. An intelligent person is one who remains alert whatsoever the situation and responds to it with his whole heart. Life is not a science. It is not a cause and effect chain. Heat the water to 100 degrees and it evaporates. It is a certainty. But in real life, nothing is certain like that. Each individual is a freedom. An unknown freedom. It is impossible to predict. Impossible to inspect. One has to live in awareness and in understanding. If you understand, insecurity is an intrinsic part of life. And good that it is so. Because it makes life a freedom. It makes life a continuous surprise. One never knows what is going to happen. It keeps you continuously in wonder. You cannot be truthful if you are not courageous. You cannot be loving if you are not courageous. You cannot be trusting if you are not courageous. You cannot inquire into reality if you are not courageous. Hence, courage comes first and everything else follow. In the beginning, there is not so much difference between the coward and the courageous person. The only difference is the coward listens to his fears and follows them. And the courageous person puts them aside and goes ahead. The courageous person goes into the unknown in spite of all the fears. Courage does not mean fearlessness. Fearlessness happens if you go on being courageous and more courageous. That is the ultimate experience of courage, fearlessness. Going into the unknown gives you a thrill. The heart starts pulsating again. Again you are alive, fully alive. Every fiber of your being is alive because you have accepted the challenge of the unknown. 
To accept the challenge of the unknown in spite of all fears is courage. But basically, courage is risking the known for the unknown, the familiar for the unfamiliar, the comfortable for the uncomfortable. Life does not listen to your logic. It goes on its own way, undisturbed. You have to listen to life. Life will not listen to your logic. It does not bother about your logic. Smile with nature. How can you defeat a person who yields, who says, I'm already defeated? It is your fear that makes you a slave. It is your fear. When you are fearless, you are no longer a slave. A man who is fearless is neither afraid of anybody nor makes anybody afraid of him. Fear totally disappears. To be courageous means to live with the heart. And weakling, only weaklings live with the head. Afraid, they create a security of logic around themselves. Leaving the past and allowing the future to be. This English word, courage, is beautiful. Very interesting. To live through the heart is to discover meaning. A poet lives through the head, and by and by, in the heart, he starts to listen to the sounds of the unknown. The head cannot listen. It is very far away from the unknown. The head is filled with the known. What is your mind? It is all that you have known. Mind is nothing but the accumulation of past, memory. Head thinks about the past, heart dreams about the future. Every moment, the future is becoming the present, and the present is becoming the past. The heart is always ready to take the risk. The heart is a gambler. The head is a businessman. The heart always calculates its cunning. Your responsibility only towards your own being. Don't listen to the scriptures. Listen to your own heart. Rules are invented by people who want to rule you. Never be an imitator. Be always original. Don't become a carbon copy. That's what is happening all around the world. Carbon copies and carbon copies. Respect yourself. Respect your own inner voice and follow it. So don't be hesitant. Don't be worried too much about going wrong. That is one of the problems. People have taught never to do anything wrong. And they become so hesitant, so fearful, so frightened of doing wrong that they become stuck. They cannot move. Something wrong may happen. So they become like rocks. They lose all movement. Commit as many mistakes as possible. Remembering only one thing. Don't commit the same mistake again and you will be growing. Intelligence as aliveness, it is spontaneity, it is openness, it is vulnerability, it is impartiality, it is the courage to function without conclusions. To function without a conclusion is to function in innocence. Committing many mistakes, one learns what a mistake is and how not to commit it. Knowing what is error, one comes closer and closer to what is truth. It is an individual exploration. You cannot depend on others', others conclusions. Thinking can think only about the known. It can chew the already chewed. Thinking can never be original. How can you think about the unknown? Whatsoever you can manage to think will belong to the known. You can think only because you know. Thinking can imagine new combinations, but it cannot know the unknown. Thinking is never original. Truth is an experience, not a belief. Don't try to understand life. Live it. Don't try to understand love. Move into love. Then you will know. And that knowing will come out of your experiencing. 
that knowing will never destroy the mystery. The more you know, the more you know that much remains to be known. Only change is permanent. Life is not stagnant. It is a dynamism. It is a process. You cannot have a map of it. It is not measurable. It is an unmeasurable mystery. Don't ask for explanations. And this I call maturity of the mind. When somebody comes to the point of looking at life without any questions and simply dives into it with courage and fearlessness. All beliefs are borrowed. Others have given them to you. They are not your flowering. Everybody has a past through a dark night before they he reaches the sunrise. Cultivated trust becomes belief. Only a man of great trust is capable of great doubts, great inquiry. Trust is personal. Belief is social. Trust you have to grow in. Belief you can remain in. Whatsoever you are, and the belief can be opposed on you. Drop beliefs. It is absolutely necessary that your heart should be open before intellect can be transformed into intelligence. That's the difference between intellect and intelligence. Intelligence is intellect in tune with your heart. The heart knows how to trust. The intellect knows how to seal and search. Wisdom comes through the meeting of the heart and the intellect. The known is dead and the unknown is living. The man of understanding dies every moment to the past and is reborn again to the future. In the hands of the heart, the intellect becomes intelligent. It is a transformation, a total transformation of energy. Then the person does not become an intellectual, he simply becomes wise. You have only future, no past. That is the meaning of innocence. The past corrupts because it gives you memories, experience, expectations. All those combined together make you clever, but now clear. They make you cunning, but not intelligent. There is no need to have courage if you are innocent. There is no need either for any clarity because nothing can be more clear, crystal clear than innocence. So the whole question is how to protect one's own innocence. The very idea of possession was wrong. Ego is not something mysterious. It is a very simple phenomenon. You don't know who you are and to live without knowing who you are is impossible. The only thing in the world which is given freely is advice and that which is never taken by anybody is advice. If a man knows what peace is and what mind is, he cannot write a book entitled Peace of Mind, because mind is the cause of unpeace, all restlessness. Peace is when there is no mind. So peace of mind, no commodity like this exists. Always remember, trust in the unknown. The, the known is the mind. The unknown cannot be the mind. So always listen for the unknown and gather courage to move into the unknown. To grow to your destiny needs great courage. It needs fearlessness. Life can only be lived dangerously. There is no other way to live it. Even a single moment of that intensity is more gratifying than the whole eternity of mediocre living. The new is unfamiliar. It may be the friend. It may be the enemy. Who knows? And there is no way to know. The only way to know is to allow it. Hence the apprehension, the fear. Only through errors one learns, and only through difficulties one grows.
You cannot bring the new into your life. The new comes. You can either accept it or reject it. You just act in the moment like a child. Utterly abandon yourself to the moment and you'll find every day new openings, new light, new insight. And those new insights will go on changing you. Your memory is not you. You are consciousness. Memory is content. But memory is the whole life energy of the ego. To be blissful is the greatest courage. In fact, to be miserable, nothing is needed. Any coward can do it. Any fool can do it. Everybody is capable of being miserable. But to be blissful, great courage is needed. It is an uphill task. If one is miserable, one is responsible. But a miserable person never expects responsibility. That is his way of remaining miserable. He says, somebody else is making me miserable. A man really becomes a man when he accepts total responsibility. He is responsible for whatsoever he is. This is the first courage, the greatest courage. Now the time has come to divorce it. That I call the great courage, to divorce misery, to lose the oldest habit of the human mind, the longest companion. Fear is nothing but the absence of love. Do something with love. Forget about fear. If you love well, fear disappears. If you love deeply, fear is not found. Fear is a negativity, an absence. This has to be understood very, very deeply. If you miss there, you will never be able to understand the nature of fear. It is like darkness. Darkness does not exist. It only appears to be. In fact, it is it is just the absence of light. Light exists. Remove the light, there is darkness. Don't fight with the fear. Otherwise, you'll become more and more afraid and a new fear will enter into your being. That is fear of fear, which is very dangerous. In the first place, fear is an absence. And in the second place, the fear of the fear is the fear of the absence of the absence. Then you go into madness. Be selfish. Love is selfish. Love people. You'll be fulfilled through it. You'll be getting more and more blessedness through it. And then love goes deeper. Fear disappears. Love is the light. Fear is the darkness. There is only one poverty. And that poverty is a heart that cannot love. Talk to God as you would talk to a wise friend. Don't don't bring formalities in. A form of relationship is not a relationship at all. Love is not a relationship. Love is a state of being. It has nothing to do with anybody else. One is not in love. One is love. And of course, when one is love, one is in love. But that is an outcome, a, a byproduct. That is not the source. The source is that one is love. The real opposite of love is fear. If in love, one expands. In fear, one shrinks. In fear, one is left lonely. In love, one disappears. Hence, there is no question of loneliness at all. The love-orientated person is one who is not afraid of the future. One who is not afraid of the result and the consequence. Who lives here and now. Don't be bothered about the result. That is a fear-orientated mind. Don't think about what will happen out of it. Just be here and act totally. Don't calculate. A fear-orientated man is always calculating, 
planning, arranging, safeguarding. His whole life is lost in this way. The mystic Kabir had said somewhere, I look into people. They are so much afraid, but I cannot see why, because they have nothing to lose. What have you got to lose? Nothing. This body will be taken by death. Before it was taken by death, give it to love. Whatsoever you have will be taken away. Before it is taken away, why not share it? That is the only way of possessing it. If you can share and give, you are the master. It is going to be taken away. There is nothing you can retain forever. Death will destroy everything. Meditation is nothing but creating a situation where the mind has less and less things to do. You are so unafraid. You are so loving. You are so peaceful. You are so contented with whatever is happening that the mind has nothing to say. Then the mind, by and by, lags behind. Lags behind and more and more distance is created. One day the mind completely recedes. Then you become a universe. Then you are no more confined to your body. No more confined to anything. You are pure space. That's what God is. God is pure space. Love is the way towards that pure space. Love is the means and God is the end. The politician wants to rule your body and the priest wants to rule your soul. Love gives courage. Love takes away all fear. All the oppressors depend on your fear. If you hate somebody, first you have to wound your soul in so many ways. You have to be so full of poison that you can throw poison on others. Love should be one of the most natural things, but it is not. On the contrary, it has become the most difficult things, almost impossible things. Hate has become easy. You are trained. You are prepared for hate. If you are too much to attached to the ego, then hate is easy and love is most difficult. Be alert, watchful. Hate is the shadow of the ego. Love needs great courage. It needs great courage because it needs the sacrifice of the ego. Only those who are ready to become non-bodies are able to love. Only those who are ready to become nothing, utterly empty of themselves, are able to receive the gift of love from the beyond. Meditation is just the courage to be silent and alone. Slowly, slowly, you start feeling a new quality to yourself, a new aliveness, a new beauty, a new intelligence, which is not borrowed from anybody, which is growing within you. It has roots in your existence, and if you are not a coward, it will come to fruition to flowering. All meditative techniques are a help to destroy the false. They don't give you the real. The real cannot be given. That which can be given cannot be real. The real you have got already. Just the false has to be taken away. In this world, to be an individual is the greatest courage. Nobody can come home with a crowd. Everybody can come home only alone. You'll be surprised that 99% of the stuff that you carry in your mind is all borrowed. And within that 99% of stuff, useless rubbish. The 1% of innocence is lost, is drowned. Drop the knowledgeability. Recover the innocence. It is through the innocence that God is known. Meditation is nothing but the discovery of the inner sense. The greatest fear in the world is the opinion of others. And the moment you are unafraid of the crowd, you are no longer a sheep. You become a lion. A great roar arises in your heart. The roar of freedom. Never think in terms of free from 
always think in terms of being free for. And the difference is vast, tremendously vast. Don't think in terms of from, think for. Imprisoned insecurity, familiarity, respectability. Don't take your tomorrow predictable. Expect nothing and be ready for everything. That's what I mean when I say live dangerously. Don't let your life be reduced into just working a routine because the goal of life is play. Never forget the art of risking. Never, never. Always remain capable of risking. Whatever you find an opportunity to risk, never miss it and you would never be a loser. Risk is the only guarantee for being truly alive. God is only an idea. And if horses have ideas, their God will be a horse. Ideas are substitutes for where life is mysterious and you find gaps that cannot be filled by reality. You fill those gaps with ideas and at least you start feeling satisfied that life is understood. The moment your child is born, you think is the beginning of its life. That is not true. The moment an old man dies, you think it is the end of his life. It is not. Life is far bigger than birth and death. Birth and death are not two ends of life. Many births and many deaths will happen within life. Life itself has no beginning, no end. Life and eternity are all the expressions that time is fleeting and passing and going are just a kind of consolation. It is really you who are passing going down the drain every moment and you go on thinking it is time that is passing and it is you that is going to stay and time is going to pass time is where it is it is not passing watches and clocks a man's creation to measure the passing time which is not passing at all always be ready to drop the known more willing to drop it not even waiting for it to ripe just jump onto something that is new its very newness, its very freshness is subaluring. Then there is courage. Always remember that the new is better than the old. Always remember, whenever there is choice, choose the unknown, the risky, the dangerous, the insecure, and you will not be at a loss. That anything that is not based on your experience, accept it only hypothetically. Don't make it your belief. Never miss the unknown. Always choose the unknown and go headlong. If you suffer, it is worth it. It always pays. You always come out of it more grown up, more mature, more intelligent. Jesus, if you save your life, you will lose it. If you lose it, you will save it. The only way to go beyond death is to accept death, and then it disappears. The only way to be fearless is to accept fear. Then the energy is released and becomes freedom. The ego is always coming out of fear. A really fearless person has no ego. It is very easy to think about it, love. It is very difficult to love. It is very easy to love the whole world. The real difficulty is to love a single human being. Everybody is a free agent. The whole being consists of freedom. Man is freedom. Meditation means that you are feeling good in your loneliness. Meditation means that you're related only to yourself. Your circle is complete with yourself. You don't go out of it. One should be able to be happy alone and one should also be able to be happy with people. One should be happy inside and one should also be happy in relationships. Meditation should be an inner shrine. 
Whenever you feel that the world is too much for you, you can move into your shrine. You can have a bath in your inner being. You'll come to know that 90% of your fears are just imagination. 10% are real, so one has to accept them. If you expose yourself to the unreal, will die. It is bound to die, because the unreal cannot remain in the open. It can remain only in secrecy. It can remain only in darkness. Personality is bogus. Individuality is substantial. Personality is just a facade. Individuality is your truth. Personality is imposed from the outside. It is a darkness, a mask. Individuality is your reality. It is as God has made you. Personality is social sophistication, social polishing. Individuality is raw, wild, strong, with tremendous power. If you can risk the false, the truth can be yours, and it is worth it. Because the risk only the false, and you gain the truth. You risk nothing, and you gain all. Everybody is somewhere else. Nobody is where he should be. One has to risk. Boredom can disappear in a single moment if you are ready to risk. There is still time. Get out of the imprisonment in which you have lived up to now. It only needs a little courage, just a little courage of the gambler. And there is nothing to lose. Remember, you can lose only your chains. You can lose your boredom. You can lose this constant feeling inside you that something is missing. What else is there to lose? Get out of the rut and accept your own being. Once you have understood that God is nothing but a hypothesis created by the priest, the politicians, the power elite, the predicus, all you want to do is keep you in the psychological slavery who have some vested interest in your slavery. They all want to keep you afraid, always afraid, trembling deep inside, because if you are not afraid, you are dangerous. Thanks for watching episode 49 from Best Book Bits, Osho, Courage, The Joy of Living Dangerously. Follow us on social, search us on Facebook, Instagram, hashtag Best Book Bits, and Twitter at Best Book Bits. If you like the video, purchase the book on Amazon by clicking the link in the video description. Subscribe to the channel, give us a thumbs up, comment on what you think, and if there is a book you want me to do a summary on, let us know. Thanks for watching, have a great day.